Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. William! <laughs> Mistress Carrie. What's going on? Oh, wow. A lot. I ha- uh, Sorry but... I had to put you on hold for a minute. I apologize. Okay. That's okay. It's all right. You're a very uh, busy guy. I saw you earlier this year uh, at the Xfinity Center with corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that uh, that national tour with uh, Porn AIC, and it was, you know, really, really great. Um, just, I think, a, a win-win uh, for everyone involved. Good night out for people and a uh, great time for us. And then finished that. And then I, while doing that tour, actually began the pre-sale on my solo album, One Alone. And then as soon as we got done with that tour with Corn AIC, um, I released my record, and now I'm out touring my record. Talk about a giant downshift. You go from this massive tour with Corn, with all the lights and explosions and giant PAs, and now on Monday you're going to be at the City Winery Boston completely stripped down and solo acoustic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I love dynamics and I love contrasts like that and um, <clears throat> you know this record was all about doing exactly what you said kind of um, you know peeling everything back and um, getting it down to its most uh, like to its purest essence really and so yeah I think this album and this show really showcases the essence of who I am as a singer and songwriter and guitar player and that was the point so uh, it's really good Um, started the tour in Atlanta a couple nights ago and then played New York City last night and uh, it's just been amazing really amazing and it's it's incredible how people are taking this music into their lives Um, you know so it's, it's just one of those kind of records I guess where you know once you give it a real chance and you find yourself connecting with it, you you absorb it in this way that's truly special. So it's really gratifying. You've been in a lot of bands over the years, and, and obviously, which I can't believe, in Alice in Chains for 13 years now, which I can't believe it's been that long. <laughs> yeah. But now that you're writing this record by yourself and touring solo acoustic, it's all on you now. Mm-hmm. Is there yeah. a pressure with that? Sure, but um, but it's a it's a good pressure, and there's a lot of relief and liberation that goes with it as well. So, um, you know, it's a trade-off, but it's one that I'm definitely willing to make. And and I always took on a lot of responsibilities with all the other bands I was in before Alice in Chains. So, it's not that different uh, from my life prior to Alice, you know. Um, but performing by myself with no band is a huge change. Yeah, no you're up there it. basically naked. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's a, it's a, well, I, I am wearing clothes. Yeah, <laughs> we know you're gonna have pants on, William. We know that, but but there's nobody to cover if you break a guitar right. string. There's nobody no, to, right. you know, when you're up on stage with Jerry Cantrell, you're harmonizing with someone, and sure. and now it's just all you. Right, exactly, and um, so yeah, that that's a change, and uh, and putting together a show that you know can hopefully be engaging and entertaining for an hour plus or whatever, yeah, with just a, with just an acoustic guitar, that's um, 
that's a challenge, but it's a welcome challenge. And as I say, the, the first couple nights of this tour have been some of the most special and memorable, unforgettable experiences of my entire career. So we're off to a really good start, and um, I'm really looking forward to everything that's, you know, to come in the future. <clears throat> I've always said that if it's a good song, you can strip it down to its essence and perform it acoustic. Did you write these songs electric and then strip them down, or did you write them acoustically? It's a mixture. Some are, um, are solo acoustic renditions of songs that I had written and recorded with my previous band, Comes With The Fall, and others were just written on the acoustic, uh, and recorded for this album, and that's it. Those are the only versions that exist. So it's a mixture, and um, but I agree. I think I think that is the 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 hallmark of a of a good song is when you can, re- you know, get so reductive about it, just strip it down to, uh, you know, one acoustic guitar and one vocal, and it still gets across. And so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to record those those older comes with the fall songs in this fashion because I always believed in those songs that way and this these recordings kind of get those songs back to their origin point in a way because that is more but that's how those songs started that's how they were born and that's what I would have played to the guys right before we hit record as a band you know so it's really cool And, and and you get inside the songs in a different way when you're performing and solo acoustic. There's just so much that goes on that can't go on when you're also dealing with a band. You know what I mean? Like each setting has has its own <laughs> characteristics. So it's really cool for me to get inside these songs in this way. I always love that that quote, you know, it's just three chords and the truth. Yeah. Well yeah. And sometimes I get it up to four or five, but yeah, <laughs> basic basic the basic point remains the same, exactly, yeah. <clears throat> I've been fortunate to, you know, talk to a lot of artists over the summer because it's been a really busy, like, summer concert season around here. And I was really curious about your take on it. It really seems like we're in a a new kind of golden age of rock and roll. And it, it feels like this upswing of new artists but not even just new artists. It seems like there's this diversity in rock and roll with and all of these amazing female-fronted artists and just this massive diversity. Do you feel that way as well? Uh, yeah. I mean, and, and I, I would agree that uh, there's been and, and continues to be this um, tremendous influx of really, really great female musicians. Um, and that is a welcome change um you know i mean i'm just seeing all the time it seems like every other every other day i'm i'm i I scroll across you know the instagram or whatever just the the random uh things that it gives you like you might be interested in this you know and so much of the time it's some amazing drummer uh you know who's like a girl you know in her teens or barely out of her teens and just ripping you know what i mean or a bass player or something, you know, and guitar players galore and, and, and of course singers, but seeing more and more of that and seeing more and more, uh, you know, girls in, in bands, uh, just, just killing it. You know what I mean? It's not a novelty. It's just, they're just 
in the band. And um, it's kind of a continuation of what people like Sly Stone and Prince started, you know, decades ago. It's just, yeah, these, you know, we got, we got guys in the band, we got girls in the band, everybody's chilling and that's why they're here. (laughs) So, you know, and, and, and it's really nice to see that become more normalized. Yeah. And not even just with women, but just racial backgrounds and, and international rock music coming from countries that you're just like, whoa, where are these bands coming from? It just, it kind of feels like rock and roll is, is becoming this amazing melting pot that maybe people didn't feel like it was before. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's true. And I think, you know, obviously the internet has a lot to do with that and, and the interconnectedness that we have now that we didn't have um, and the ability to just dial up any kind of music from all over the world in a second, you know, just have it all at your fingertips. That's that's a gigantic paradigm shift in society. And, and so now we're seeing some of the effects of that. And it's cool. It is cool. And there's a lot of crossover, too. I mean, when you've got Ozzy playing with Post Malone, it's like, what planet am I on right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I expect there'll probably be more and more and more of that, um, you know. And, and you know, and ultimately, like I said, it's a, it's a cool thing. And, uh, you know, people can make value judgments on each individual collaborative effort but you know overall it's kind of like you're saying it's, it's becoming a little bit more of a melting pot it's showing showcasing more diversity all all the way around gender racial all of that you know and uh and that is ultimately cool i think anytime an artist comes out with a solo album it makes fans of the band that they're in worried and nervous that there's something wrong happening or whatever is there some kind of alice in chain statement because you're coming out with a solo record because it sends shock waves when you guys do these things oh wow I'm, I'm i'm always a little surprised at how much of a shock wave that sort of thing sends i just think it's most of the time just people wanting to uh do some do some other things you know i mean there's there's you know, we we're musicians, and uh, we want to play and and do different things. And you can't everything that I want to do, or that somebody else in the band might want to do, uh, can't necessarily be showcased to its fullest extent within that band structure. So, um, you know, that's why you you get people doing other things. I like I said, I had a whole life prior to Alice and there was so much music that I did. I'm so proud of it. Uh, the whole catalog of things. And, uh, and so it just stands to reason that I would, that I would want to kind of continue somewhat in that vein. And these things can coexist. And I think nowadays with all of these shifts, like, like we were just talking about in society and, and in the music industry, I think it's, um, not only healthy, but essential that these kinds of things happen and that they can coexist, you know, and, and the things not be so, so rigid, like you can only do this. And, you know, and you know what I mean? it's just why, you know, <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I, so. I read this great quote about you growing up that, you know, you said you looked at music as your oxygen. Yeah. And I think true. for music fans, like I don't have a musical bone in my body. I can't <laughs> sing. It sounds like I've been gargling glass since puberty. That's why I work in radio, I guess, because I have this obnoxious-ass voice. 
but I don't have any musical talent at all, but I know it when I hear it. And I love it. And I need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And music yeah. people seem to kind of all be passionate about music, and it is our oxygen, even if we can't play it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and, you know, that's the thing. We need listeners, too. So, <laughs> 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 so, so you, you all perform a really important role, you know? So, uh, yeah, you know. But, yeah, that's, it, it has. It's been, it's been my main survival mechanism for, you know, since I was about eight years old. So, yeah, so uh, that's why you would need, you know, another outlet, a, a, yeah. a solo project, something completely different from what you're doing because you just need to create. That seems to be how you are. Right, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so it's it's really fun. It's And like I said, this tour is off to a great start, and, you know, I just want to keep going, and we're going to take it around the world. We're going to, uh, you know, I'm going to Europe next year, and, more dates in the states next year, and <clears throat> and uh, and you know, again, I'm I'm coming to Boston really soon. So. Yeah, you're coming to Boston on Monday, and usually when artists come here, what's been the norm over the last couple decades, because we're spoiled brats, is that one of our teams is battling for a championship, and in this case, one of your teams is. Mm, yeah. I mean, I right. know you're a DC guy. Are you a baseball yes, right. fan? Well, you know, I I. I'm not like some hardcore, like I follow everything and I follow all the stats and all that stuff, but I totally can get into historic world series games, you know? And so, I mean, this is, this is, this is an historical event for, for Washington. And, uh, so it's a huge thing. So yeah, I totally acknowledge that. I think it's great. I was in Dallas last weekend and, you know, being the the pure Bostonian that I am, it was really nice to watch the Yankees lose. So, <laughs> <laughs> long standing grudge. Yeah. yeah, it is what we are. How we are, William? I'm sorry. It just is that way. <laughs> as, as, as I'm speaking to you from Manhattan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we love what we love. Yeah. And we're passionate about that, and we're loyal. And that kind of helps you as well because we love you too. So. Oh, yeah. No, I always get the love from Boston, and I'm really looking forward to being there on Monday. And that <clears throat> venue is amazing. It's such a great place to just kind of sit back. And, you know, mm-hmm. there have been some great shows there. Leah Perry Farrell was there earlier this year. It's just mm-hmm. it's a really cool vibe in that room. It's a great place to see a show. Yeah, yeah. Like so far, like that's been – you know the, the the initial venues that I've been playing are are city winery. I mean, last night was in the cutting room because the city winery in New York is moving, so they put it in the cutting room. But yeah, I get that same that same feeling. It's like these venues, they're all they're all slightly different, but they all are at a pretty high standard, and everything's great. And it's great for the people who come, and it's great for the artists who play. So it's yeah, it's really really cool. I'm looking forward to seeing all these different city wineries around the nation well the details for the show are up on the concert page at waf.com there's links there to get tickets and all the info thank you so much for calling i really appreciate it yeah thank you thank you so much for having me on again and and of course all your support through the years it's it's fantastic and we really appreciate it well hopefully we'll get you up here in the studio sooner than later that'd be great that would be great thank you for calling have a great show on monday i'll see you there because i'm coming to the show so i'll see you there
I'm looking forward to seeing you there, too. All right. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. Try not Bye. to bump into too many disgruntled Yankees fans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com.